On today's Locked On Royals podcast, we're going to dive into the Kansas City Royals being swept over the weekend by the Seattle Mariners, what it means for the rest of the season, and how important this week is for the Royals for the 2022 MLB season going game by game of the three-game weekend set in Seattle. All that and more coming up on today's Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. On today's show, brought to you by Bet Online. We're going to dive into the Royals series loss to the Mariners as they get swept in three games in Seattle. Then take a look at what's to come this week and where the Royals stand right now in a pretty messy AL Central so far. But again, today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this year with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. And I do want to take a look over there, betonline.ag, and you can betonline.net, I should say, and place bets on the Royals. You can have prop bets on the Royals games, you know, such, such a thing like over under on runs scored or the spread, or just prop bets on players. Will what Merrifield get a hit, for example, could be one prop bet you see one day, or uh, under three runs given up until the fifth inning is another one you can see one day. So there's a lot of fun stuff that you do at betonline.net that you can go check out, betonline.net over there. Uh, and again, today's Lockdown Royals podcast is brought to you by betonline.net, and we are talking about the Kansas City Royals today. Uh, I do know that episodes have been spotted to start the season, but... We're getting that fixed right now, and so I appreciate you guys sticking through everything. Uh, the Royals have not been the team that you wanted to see so far uh, this season. Uh, neither has this podcast, but I can only fix one of those things, and I'll fix what I can control right now, and hopefully the Royals uh, pull off their end of the bargain as well. So thank you for sticking with us here on Lockdown Royals, your team every single day. We'll have some double up- uploads here to make up for the hit the ground running for five days a week starting next week. And of course this week we'll have five shows, but also some extra shows on the weekend and some double bonus podcasts and including guest host appearances as well. So a lot of fun here on lockdown Royals. Now let's continue talking about the Kansas city Royals and dive into this set with the Mariners. Now, last week I told you how important of a week it was, right? You're playing the twins and you're going to, Seattle because your schedule is not getting much easier. Your schedule is not doing you many favors past this weekend in Seattle, and then you end up getting swept. However, you did take the series against the Twins, two to three, which uh, you know should say two to one in a three-game set. Which again, I, I don't ever, I don't ever set the bar at sweeping in baseball. Obviously, it can be done. It happened against the Royals just now this weekend, but that's an incredibly high bar to clear, right? And the Royals will get some sweeps eventually this year, and they will have. Uh, more serious once they get swept as well this year. But in terms of expectation level, to me, that's too high of a bar because it's baseball and things just happen. So all you wanted last week was a series win against Minnesota. And then you got that. And then against Seattle, 
uh, on the road against a raucous environment and a team that's an upstart team that a fan base is truly behind and all that's going right for, for Seattle. I wanted a win or two in Seattle. Obviously, did not get that. But it's a big deal because you have this off day now on Monday before you head on the road to take on the White Sox and return home to take on the Yankees. And then you play the Cardinals in a three-game set. And then you have an off day to breathe a bit before you take on the Orioles. So this is going to be a very tough stretch of the season. And this is going to be a part of the season where you can get buried, buried along. As we saw last year, you cannot win a division. You cannot you know, make a wild card spot in April, right? The Royals are the best team in baseball after the first month of the year. But you can eliminate yourself from that contention in April. Come May, whenever this calendar turns and, and, and uh, we see the end of that Cardinal series and, and you're in the first week of May to May 5th is at the end of the Cardinal series, you want to be at or a game shy of 500. Of course, you want to be over 500, but you know that's kind of where you want to be at. You don't want to be five, six games out of 500 and just fighting and clawing and scratching your way back uh, this early in the year. Now, is it impossible to do so? Obviously not. We saw the Braves last year get off to a sluggish start. We saw the Nationals a couple of years ago get off to a horrendous start at the trade deadline even, and then they turned their season around and had a miraculous run to the World Series and won a World Series, right? But those cases are few and far between. So you want to put yourself in the best position that you can moving forward. And it's going to be tough. Look, I know the White Sox are losing right now, but we can all acknowledge it's a very good ball club. And somebody is going to be that team's get-right series, get-right game, whatever you want to term it as. Some team is going to have to be on the wrong end of the White Sox waking up. And you hope it's not you. You hope you can keep keep losing teams losing, but you're also a losing team right now coming off of this sweep. And you lost that last Minnesota game, so it's a four-game losing streak now. Uh, you know, So something is going to have to give this series against the White Sox, and then you roll into playing the Yankees, who have won two straight series, just got done sweeping the uh, Guardians, uh, and then you know whoever they played in the midweek for them. But you, know, you, you play the Yankees at home, that's going to be very tough. It's always tough playing the Cardinals, and you're going to now, because of the situation you've put yourself in whenever you split with Cleveland instead of taking three or four after you were able to edge out Shane Bieber and you couldn't take advantage of their, of their other pitchers on their pitching staff, if you split with Cleveland, whenever you get uh, the one loss to the Cardinals and then get swept in three games, uh, I should say you lose two or three against Detroit and then that fourth game got canceled, but because of those games back there, right, where you didn't pick up another game and you've forgot how to hit, and then most importantly, now you get swept by the Mariners. Because of all these things, you're now having to make up games against better opponents who uh, the losses on paper seem fair, right? If the Royals get swept or lose two or three of the uh, White Sox or Yankees, it's not real cause for panic because we all knew a month ago before the year started that these teams are going to be better than the Royals. Like We all just kind of knew that, but it feels more pressing now that we've seen it unfold and how it's un unfolded. So now you have to kind of make up those games you've quote-unquote lost by letting a team like Detroit win a series against you, by you know seeing you drop that lone game to the Cardinals in a weird you know, one-game series. So you know that was just an awkward series because of the postponement the following day. And then again, the Guardians opening series, right? Now the Guardians have played a lot, of, a lot of good baseball since opening day, but you get that win against Shane Bieber, and then you still split the series. It's not something that you could have not foreseen happening in, in the grand scheme of things. And I don't like making excuses for the Royals. You know that, uh, you know, actually, you can just go check the podcast reviews. I'm a very pessimistic Royals fan. My entire life outside of those uh, World Series runs in 14, 15 has been spent watching bad baseball. And uh, so I, I'm very pessimistic about the Royals. But 
Uh, the only excuse I can truly grant the Royals, because I know it's inexcusable to have this young pitching staff still look lost and awful. I know it's inexcusable to have uh, terrible hitters up and down the lineup that, a lineup that should be good, that we thought was going to be good in preseason. But this is baseball. Baseball players are a creature of habit. Baseball players are a creature of rhythm. Uh, and we talk about how baseball is built for a marathon and it's built for a 162-game season. And there's been off days out of the wazoo so far. Of course, it has happened this season, but it doesn't feel like it's happened where the Royals will play consecutive games because in the grand scheme of things, in, in baseball terms, they really have it. You played opening day, then have the off day. That's understandable. It's for weather. We know that they do that every single year. Then you play Cleveland twice, uh, and then you play them on that Monday wraparound, and then you play the guard uh, the uh, Cardinals once, and then that game gets rained out. And then you play three straight, and a rainout happens. That rainout leads into an off day, so that's two straight off days in April, which is almost unheard of. And then you play the entire Twin Series, the entire Mariners Series. You think you have your rhythm back in terms of just games played, and you have an off day again today. So they have not gotten to get into that that kind of relaxed, let's go grinding type of environment. And they're going to start to get that now. You're going to go on a run here where you play three against the White Sox and three against the Yankees and three against the Cardinals. That's nine games without an off day. That includes travel, both, of course, from um, – whatever they call uh, the, the guaranteed rate field, I believe they call it now in Chicago. You're going to travel from there to Kauffman Stadium, to Bush, uh, to Bush Stadium, and then back to Kauffman Stadium for a weird three-game set with the Cardinals where you're in, where you're in uh, St. Louis for Monday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, you're in Kansas City. But, I mean, that's the lone excuse I'll give Kansas City so far in this season is the herky-jerkiness of their schedule. But let's dive into this series against the Mariners and see what they could have done better, how they lost these games from game one, all the way through game three and see where they're at standing right now following this sweep of the Mariners in a bad way. We got swept on the Mariners. Let's talk though first about our good friends over at LinkedIn folks. LinkedIn is awesome with spring in the air. It's time for a renewal and growth personally and professionally as your small business grows. LinkedIn jobs is here to make it easier to find people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn, LinkedIn jobs to research and reach for your network and beyond. It's the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. It's simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skill set and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. This is why small businesses rate LinkedIn number one in delivering quality hiring versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs help you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Do you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MLB. That's linkedin.com slash MLB. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. We are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Email the show, Royals at gmail.com. Now, I want to tell you to go check out the Lockdown Now podcast, folks, because... 
want to thank you for making Lockdown Always your first listen and subscribing for free across all platforms, including on YouTube. But the Lockdown Now podcast should be your second listen because Lockdown Now is a recap show of every Major League Baseball game from the night before with breakdowns from our local experts. It's taking fans to the season like no other network can. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts from because, folks, it's impossible. Right, You can be the biggest baseball fan in the world, have MLB.tv, and have one, two, three, four, five, five screens in your office room the way that I do, and you still cannot watch every MLB game with intent and understand what's happening around the Major League Baseball landscape. And that's why, even for me, Locked On Now is a must-listen because our local experts take you through each game from the night before, so you're all cut up. And also, folks, there's no mistaking it, Kansas City is a football city, and the most anticipated, the biggest draft for the Chiefs is coming up, and you're going to want to know all about it. You're going to want to know as much as possible. The first thing you can do is listen to Lockdown Chiefs every single day. Lockdown Chiefs is a five-day week podcast as well, on YouTube as well, and every other podcasting platform out there. Lockdown Chiefs is incredible every single day, even through the offseason and through draft season, to get you caught up on what's happening around Kansas City Chiefs. But on top of listening to that podcast, you can listen to the Locked On Draft podcast. And also, we still have you covered. We're still happening with all these podcasts. And also, the Ultimate Mock Draft podcast. What that is, is a deep dive into the NFL draft with our local experts, our national experts, but also it has former players, former front office executives, national analysts from outside of our network. It has everything you can ever want. The Locked On Ultimate Mock Draft will have you prepped and ready for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of the NFL Mock Draft and the NFL Draft itself. And we're not stopping there, folks. We're not stopping, and that's obvious because we're the Locked On Podcast Network, folks. Listen, Friday through Saturday, live show, Locked On NFL YouTube page, live show for the live NFL Draft. We have you covered in all sports, including the NBA, baseball, NHL, and NFL. So, you're a Chiefs fan, which you... 99% are when you listen to the Lockdown Rose podcast. Go make sure you're following along with these uh, important draft times for Kansas City as they start to sort of restock their roster for hopefully another title run. Let's continue talking about the Royals, though, and dive into the Seattle Mariners series. In game one, the Royals lose 4-1. to one. It was Brad Keller who gave up six hits and two walks and three runs, four total, but three runs earned and four strikeouts over the course of 4.2 innings. Keller has been phenomenal this year. In this game, he got roughed up a bit. The bullpen, though, continued their scoreless streak, uh, including Gabe Spire out of the bullpen, and also Brady Singer throwing two outs out of the bullpen. Just that's all the work he got. It was interesting to me. The rise and fall of Brady Singer has been very peculiar. Nicky Lopez got a base knock. What Mirafield goes 0 for 4 continues his regression and he's just slump. Again, is it a slump? Is it a regression? Who knows? But it, you know, it, it's starting to look like it's the latter regression terms. But Ben Attendee stayed hot going 2 for 4, and I will be so sad if Ben Attendee's playing for another baseball team next year. I love watching Andrew Ben Attendee play for Kansas City. Salvi hit a home run. Santana continued to be terrible. Hunter Dozier has been solid this year. You've got to give him credit here. We, we've been harping on uh, how important Hunter Dozier's year was entering this season. He's been solid. Has he been fantastic, phenomenal, all-star caliber? No, but that's not his role. That never was going to be his role. So the fact that he's solid is a miniature win in this season. That's had a ton of losses. Bobby Witt Jr. got another base hit in this one. Uh, Montessi and Taylor got hits as well, but Montessi continues to be terrible 
um, this entire season, which has been slightly disheartening because I thought that you know last year was actually a step forward for Mondesi, considering that even though he was bit by the injury bug the entire season, it felt like the biggest thing was despite those start and stops in his season, each start, he looked like a very talented all-star caliber player. And I thought that that was going to kind of be the start of breeding consistency with Mondesi. It has not been so far. He's off to a very bad start, but again, it's however many games, 11, 12, whatever it is now, but it's, it's still a small sample size, but these are all players with Merrifield, Carlos Santana, Mondesi, who weren't good at hitting last year either. Right. And in varying degrees, uh, the Royals just don't have timely hitting, right? Both sides in this game eight, in this game one had eight hits. Both sides did. But yet Seattle scored four and Kansas City scored one. Timely hitting, powerful hitting, the, the Royals just didn't have it. And then the Royals, we'll talk about this tomorrow, but the Royals just aren't clicking. They just aren't clicking at all right now uh, in Kansas City. Game two, Seattle wins 13-7. to seven. Chris Bubich gets roughed up in two innings. Uh, they're hitting over 800 on his uh, fastball opponents are, uh, which is just Bad, bad news for his development and for his career. Five runs given up, seven hits, a walk as well. And then the bullpen goes Snyder, Stamont, Brents, and Coleman. Uh, they all give up runs in the loss from the pin, which again had that long scoreless uh, shriek. Jake Brents got the loss uh, as he gave up like five runs, it felt like, uh, or I think it was actually five runs uh, in this game. Had the lead in late innings, but Mickey Lopez got a knock. Wick goes one for five. Benatendi goes two for five. Bobby Witt had a two-hit game, which was awesome. Edward Livieres had a clutch hit off the bench, which, again, due to the due to the off days, you haven't gotten to see your bench play. It's why you send down Kyle Isbell. It's why, it's why you kind of wanted to get Edward Livieres in this game here and then play in game three. But it's just been a weird, weird season so far for the Royals who get 10 hits in this one. Seattle gets 16, and they win 13-7. to seven. And then game three, you know, your back's against the wall. You need to avoid getting swept. And I told you I'd be fine with one win in Seattle because of all the external factors in that season, all the external factors uh, coming into play here, um, heading into the series, I'd be fine with just one win out of three. So that was a big game Sunday and you had extra innings and just Seattle magic happens in the 12th, right? Uh, it goes 12 innings. Witt goes one for six. Ricky Lopez had a base it off the bench. It was very clutch. Salvi goes two for five. Dozier, it's a line drive home run, uh, which was his only hit. But again, it was just a nice a line drive home run. Bobby Witt got a knock and a walk, so was on base twice in this game. And then from the pitching side of things, Carlos Hernandez goes five and a third innings, six hits, three runs, two walks, and four strikeouts. Uh, is that is that stellar, incredible awesomeness? No, but if he's supposed to be your fifth starter in this day and age, five and a third innings, six hits, three runs. It should be it should be enough to to keep you in ball games and it, and it did keep in this ball game. You go to the twelfth inning and compete in this one. Uh, Snyder scoreless in, uh, for two outs. Amir Garrett scoreless for two outs. Barlow uh, had one of the third scoreless innings. And then at that time, you know, you've kind of drained your bullpen a bit to where you go to Taylor Clark and he blows uh, the, he blows the save, allows the run. Coleman uh, has a clean eleventh, and then uh, uh, Pamps has uh, the, the L and the walk off, just uh, dreadful in the twelfth. So. That's kind of the way you got to this point against Seattle. You showed fight in game three, which might spell good for this upcoming series against the White Sox. But the Royals are now five and nine in the in the MLB overall, five and nine. Last place in the Central. Two games out of the leading Twins, who, of course, never did that podcast last week. The Twins were in the basement, and now they've kind of topsy-turvy their way up to the top after a very strong uh, walk-off by Byron Buxton and a sweep this weekend for the Twins so that they've kind of 
flip-flop with uh, the division. They're going to have to top. Half a game out of the Tigers for uh, the second-to-last place in the division on a four-game losing streak. Here's the big deal, though. The White Sox are on a seven-game losing streak. The Guardians are on a three-game skid. Detroit's on a two-game skid. And the Twins are the only red-hot team with a sweep over the weekend and a walk-off with uh, Byron Buxton as well. So that's kind of where you're at so far with the Royals and with this season. And that's kind of where the things are trending. We'll talk more about that coming up. But first, I'm going to say right now, but I get friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code lock 15 Get 15% off your next order. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code lock 15 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, 17 grams of protein. They have brilliant flavors like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, uh, white chocolate cookies and cream, normal cookies and cream. It's all delicious, all new flavoring. Uh, they truly make it worth it to eat healthy. Again, it's a protein bar, but it would taste like a candy bar. It's great pre-workout or post-workout or even as a meal replacement or a snack. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. We're back on the Lockdown Royals podcast on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. For your next listen, go check out the Lockdown MLB podcast. It's a national podcast five days a week about what's happening around Major League Baseball. All right. So the Royals get swept in Seattle, and now they have an off day Monday. Tomorrow we're going to talk about how the Royals just aren't clicking right now, and also we'll have another podcast previewing the White Sox series, how the pitching lines up, and how important that series will be to kind of bridge the gap uh, in this division and, and try to get the Royals back closer to uh, a playoff spot of, or, or, or just competitiveness simply, not just kind of rolling over this year. Hopefully it's not another year that they go down the wrong path in that competitiveness battle. Uh, and then throughout this week also, we'll talk City Connect uniforms. We'll recap every single game this week, including the weekend games. And also we'll have a special guest, Javier uh, Reyes, of the Locked On Padres podcast to talk old friend Eric Hosmer talk uniforms, and talk just everything happening around baseball. So subscribe for that across all platforms, including on YouTube. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about why the Royals aren't clicking and how important clicking is in baseball, and also preview uh, the White Sox series. So until then, be good and be good to one another.